0: Letters of Pliny by Gaius Pliny Caecilius Secundus. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Letters of Pliny by Pliny. Read by Chad Horner. Letter twenty four to Serulus. You advise me to read my late speech before an assemblage of my friends. I shall do so as you advise it. Though I have strong scribbles, compositions of this sort loose, I well know, all their force and fire, and even their very name, almost, by a mere recital. It is the solemnity of the tribunal, the concourse of advocates, the suspense of the event, the fame of the several pleaders concerned, the different parties formed amongst the audience. Add to this the gestures, the pacing, ay, the actual running to and fro of the speaker— The body working, in harmony with every inward emotion, that conspire to give a spirit and a grace to what he delivers. This is the reason that those who plead sitting, though they retain most of the advantages possessed by those who stand up to plead, weaken the whole force of their oratory, the eyes and hands of the reader, those important instruments of graceful elocution being engaged. It is no wonder that the attention of the audience drips, without anything extrinsic to keep it up no allurements of gesture to attract, no smart, stinging, impromptus to enliven. To these general considerations I must add this particular disadvantage, which attends the speech in question, that it is of the argumentative kind, and it is natural for an author to infer that what he wrote with labour will not be read with pleasure. For who is there so unprejudiced as not to prefer the attractive and sonorous? to the sombre and unornamented in style. It is very unreasonable that there should be any distinction. However, it is certain the judges generally expect one style of pleading, and the audience another, whereas an auditor ought to be affected only by those parts which would especially strike him, were he in the place of the judge. Nevertheless, it is possible the objections which lie against this piece may be surmounted in consideration, Of the novelty it has to recommend it the novelty i mean with respect to us for the greek orators have a method of reasoning upon a different occasion not altogether unlike that which i have employed they when they would throw out a law as contrary to some former one unrepealed argue by comparing those together so i on the contrary endeavour to prove that the crime which i was insisting upon as falling within the intent and meaning of the law relating to public extortions was agreeable not only to that law but likewise to other laws of the same nature those who are ignorant of the jurisprudence of their country can have no taste for reasonings of this kind but those who are not ought to be proportionably the more favourable in the judgments they pass upon them i shall endeavour therefore if you persist in my reciting it to collect as learned an audience as i can but before you determine this point do weigh impartially the different considerations i have laid before you and then decide as reason shall direct for it is reason that must justify you obedience to your commands will be a sufficient apology for me farewell end of letter 24 to Cyrilus by gaius pliny caecilius secundus this recording is in the public domain